Welcome to the Skin Club Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Rachel, a licensed esthetician and certified laser technician. And I'm Alita, a licensed esthetician and integrative health practitioner. Welcome Welcome to to the the club. Hello, guys. Hello. Welcome back. We love you so much. (laughs) You guys, we have gotten some of the nicest things ever commented on our like announcement that we're going to IECSC Vegas. I'm crying. So nice. And we can't wait to see you all there. And if you're going, let us know. We want to yes. know who's going. Keep an eye out. Yes. Seriously. Um. Okay. Well, this week's episode is going to blow your guys's freaking mind. Um, we just got off the phone with the amazing, talented, wonderful, gorgeous, stunning MILF mother everything. Ditto that. Yes. <laughs> Raya. She is so cool, guys. Oh my gosh. Like I kind of left this interview a little shooketh, if you will. I feel very, anytime I've ever chatted with her, we both have taken her class. I just feel very motivated. Yes. She is very professional. Tony Robbins who? Gee, I don't know who. <laughs> Do you know who that is? Yeah, I do. <laughs> no, I actually do. So I'm saying Rhea. Oh, yeah. No, she's amazing. We love her. She is your girl for all business needs. She's an esthetician. She's in Florida. And she hosts her own business classes, if you don't already know. And they are incredible. Uh, we talk more about what that class entails. And we're doing a sweat set. Collab. Yeah. Everything. It's amazing. You guys have seen some of our little sneaky peekies that we've had. Um, everyone's been like, um, did I miss this launch? When did these come out? And everyone is like raving. You're on to us. Yes. So we have our cute black sweat sets that says Skin Club on the front. It's kind of like Skims X Essentials vibe. Very sleek. Very sleek. And um, on the sleeve, it says Skin Club Esthetician. And then on the hip, it says Skin Club. So it is so cute. You guys can wear these anytime, any day. They are unisex. So for all of all of our estheticians and listeners and fans, <laughs> clients um, who listen, this is for you. And if you guys purchase the course that we're going to be chatting with Raya about, you guys get a free sweat set. Like... How amazing. You get so much value through the course too. Like yes. for what you're paying and what you're getting, it is amazing. Totally. So um you guys need to go follow Rhea. She's at Bosses and Beauty on Instagram. She is just a wealth of knowledge. We absolutely love her and you guys are going to love today's episode. Um we are just gonna share really briefly our weekly favorites and our weekly updates. So you guys stay tuned with what the heck is going on with us? So, um, yeah, Rachel, what's yours? Hugh, chocolate, but the gems. Oof. Have you had the gems? Yes, I got them for Christmas. They're so good. Oh, I love them so, so much. Amazing. They're so good. So there's this place called Air Guitar. Uh-huh. Have you been there? Yes. Kind of bad. Joe's Farm Girl. Yes. <laughs> Just had an accent. Kind of bad. Kind of bad. A little country accent. Um, but I went in there for my first time. It's like Trader Joe's meets a grocery store for anyone that doesn't know. Like it, Yes. It, or No, no, no. Trader Joe's meets a gas station. Yes. That's what I meant. I, I got the vibe. Thank you. Yes. But it's really cute. And 
they had a bunch of like healthy snacks in there and I've always wanted to try the huge gems. I've mm-hmm. tried the bars and I love the gems. Like they're so, so fun good. to just like snack on. Cause like yes. I'm a snacky gal. I need to have something. Mm-hmm. So the huge gems were amazing. Did you get the salted ones? No, I just got dark chocolate. Ooh, nice. I, I like dark chocolate. Okay. And I like to keep mine in the fridge. Amazing. I like it cold. Yes. So what about you? What's your favorite? Um, my weekly favorite for this week left my mind. Um, she's coming back. Give her a second. Um, really, Alita? What the crap? <laughs> I literally had it on my mind. Okay, well, I'll just share a different one. Um, my new Awala water bottle. Is I'm, that what I just saw you at Where Yes, with the flippy top, the white one. Yes. Yeah, my hydrinity rep gave it to me, and I'm just, I'm obsessed. Oh, okay, wait. My weekly favorite is Cosmolon. Oh. I'm obsessed. Like, doing it, so fun. Signing people's lives away for the waiver, so fun. <laughs> like... <laughs> and the results even better yeah it looks really fun to perform it is like I kind of want to do it I'm not trained in it but I really want to do it just come on (laughs) over and we can do it um I've been doing it um a handful of times and it's okay texture wise I okay this is just my hot take I prefer applying it with a stick rather than with my hands I've seen it applied Mm -hmm. both ways so I decided to give it a run both times okay and doing it with the hands it's very comparable to um the ultra hydrating enzyme mask from okay glymed you know how it's like kind of frustrating when it just like absorbs right into the skin you can't see where it went oh yeah it does that and then you just need to like keep layering okay keep layering and then it gets like all nice and peanut buttery um but i did end up uh resigning and going to a stick because my hands i just it's a texture thing can you get close to the eye area? Like how close can you get? Orbital bone. Okay. So, and especially if someone has um, like brow, permanent makeup, everything, mm-hmm. you want to occlude the entire area. Oh, so I want mine off. So I should go. And you get should. It. Okay. So you can put it on if you want to take off the eyebrows. Always consult with your, with your, with your SD. But I occluded it with cell protection balm and then you do around the entire orbital bone and then you do the nasal labial folds and then the mouth. Okay. Go around the mouth because you don't want to burn that area or eat it. Yeah. You start talking. It's like numbing cream when I get numbing cream on my lips for lip filler and I start talking and then my throat goes numb and I think I'm suffocating. Mm -hmm. That. Yeah. You don't want to burn your throat. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm envisioning here. Yes. That's precisely it. Okay. So what's your weekly update? Okay. Update. I had such a fun week. Yay. (laughs) It was so fun. So I... I worked, but then on Friday, I just texted my high school friends and I said, I miss you all. I haven't seen you in forever. Cause like I said, in the last episode, I'm in my social girl Mm -hmm. era and I'm trying to work on seeing people more. So I texted my high school friends and we went and had a picnic by the silos in Gilbert and it was so fun. And it's just crazy because I haven't seen them all in forever and they all brought their children. Oh, And I'm like, wow, I just forget you like you you're a mom like it's just uh-huh. it's so funny to yeah me. so they're so cute I love seeing them and their kids so that was super fun and then on Saturday um my besties Allie and not Allie Barman she's also my bestie but um <laughs> Allie Murphy Murphy and my other bestie Emmy 
Emily mm-hmm. from Utah, they came and visited. So we spent the night in Scottsdale. We went shopping. I got like some. You stayed out in Scottsdale? No. Like just we had the night on the just town. Just night on the town. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so fun. I freaking love Scottsdale. I'm like wanting to go every weekend now. Yeah, just that's so to, fun. with the girls or on dates with Jason. I think it's so fun. We need to go shopping. Let's do it. Vegas and Utah. I know. I actually was looking for outfits. I'm like, I kind of want to dress up for Vegas and for our show. Like we need statement pieces. That's what I was thinking. Slaying era. I was like looking at this like full, like shimmery dress. And I'm like, is this extra? <laughs> but I'm, it. but I'm extra. That's what we want. Yeah. We're going for extra. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not comfort <laughs> at all. At all. 10 hour days of comfort. No, no. Yeah. And Yeah. So yeah, we will go shopping. Let's do it. But yeah, we went shopping at Scottsdale Mall. Oh yeah, I got some really cute stuff from Aloe. Cute. I, I love Aloe. Wait, did you ever post about it? Um, When I went a few weeks ago, I did. Okay. My red top. But then I went, when I went yesterday or two days ago, whenever that was, Saturday, was today, Monday, when I went Saturday, <laughs> when I went Saturday, I got just a basic Aloe hat. Okay. And then I also got a really cute uh sports bra that i wore to pilates this morning so cute and i love it i love it just has really cute pieces they do like just very stylish their um like sets are just the best like their styles are different than any other kind of like activewear and like their material texture i don't know they just like have fun patterns colors that yeah are hitting it every single time exactly like I love lululemon and aloe like I feel like it's hard for me to compare because I feel like my staple pieces are lululemon Mm -hmm. like nothing's going to compare to those leggings yes um they have staple tops that Mm -hmm. are just always reliable but if I'm wanting to like get cute and have like a long sleeve crop top or have something with like layers and just fashionable Mm -hmm. aloe's your girl I agree I would agree so yeah, that was really fun. And then we ate at Farm and Craft. Have you ever been there? Farm and Craft. No. In Scottsdale. So yummy. We'll have to go. Yeah. Um, and it's like I didn't feel gross after eating. Which what kind is, of food is it? Um, Farm? <laughs> Farm food? <laughs> they have a lot actually. So oh. it actually like, dare I say, like healthy-ish. Like okay. it's not like unhealthy. Yeah. Or like super healthy. But they have a lot of bowls. So that's okay. what my friends and I got. My two friends both got teriyaki bowls. And then I got, it's called the AZ bowl. And it has, it's almost like a Mexican style bowl. Oh, fun. Um, so freaking good. Yum. So we'll have to go. Yeah. Let's do it. Sweet. What are your updates? Um, hmm. Oh, I am in my business lady era. Yeah, you are. <laughs> my business lady era. Um, so I, I don't, I think I've talked about this briefly on the podcast here and there, but I have hired help <laughs> with social media. Um, I'm working with sauce media group up in Utah. Um, and they are making my logo for flourish. And then I am using one of my cute impl- or, um, not employees, clients, you guys, the universe is just like giving me some lucky girl syndrome. I feel mm-hmm. like lately because I have just met like the most awesome people recently and they are just like so such great like additives to my life and just like so helpful and so kind and just amazing. So I'm um, one of my clients, Haley. She actually owns a social media business and she's in 
Haley Haley cookbook club Haley no not that one okay different Haley but that other Haley is an amazing Haley too (laughs) (laughs) but um her name is Haley Olver and she just does social media marketing she owns dream house social media and sorry guys no one else can use her because we have uh what is it and not NBA what is it called NDA NDA yeah so I already have her and she won't work with you so (laughs) (laughs) so snooze you lose yeah snooze you lose but she's amazing and at least maybe if you're out of Arizona she will but sorry if you're in Arizona but (laughs) (laughs) sucks to be you know I'm like I signed the contract yesterday yo so anyways um but no, she's just so great. And like her organizational skills, dreamy, like so freaking good. And she just has so many good ideas. And I love that she's not making me like be completely hands off. Like I'm still going to have my hands all over my social media, but she's just taking the pressure off of me and like helping me where I can. And like, I'm giving her just like what I want to talk about and yes. like, you know, and then she's just creating it for me. Cause I did the hour time, whatever I calculated the hours that I spend doing social media. Cause I've said this before. I don't consume a ton, but I try to post a lot and it takes me about three hours a day to create stuff for social media because on Mondays I do stuff for Monday, Tuesday, and then I post on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday I do stuff for Wednesday, Thursday and so on and so forth. And it just takes up my time. And on top of that, on my days off, I do hair scans. And so on my days off, I'm still working 24 seven and I just wanted some help. So I hired some outside help to take some pressure off of me and I already feel so light. Good. Like my brain can function. You'll be able to talk on more things. Yes. Yes. And oh my gosh. Oh yeah. My therapy stuff came out last week. Right. Is that the episode? Yeah. Yeah, that came out today. Yeah. So last week when this comes out. Okay, yeah. So then that's my other happy favorite update is just my amazing therapy that's allowing me to have a bigger capacity on my life. Good. We <laughs> love therapy. We do. We do. And we're in our self-care era, so it's for working sure. for us. Okay, guys. Well, you guys are going to enjoy this week's episode so, so, so much. It's full of just so much knowledge. Grab your notebook and make sure you sign up for the class. Um, to get your free sweat set and to just become a freaking boss babe. I know that's corny of me to say. You learn so much. And <laughs> as someone who obviously I, I'm i an employee, I don't own my own business. I did take this class back when I did have my own business. Right. So much value, mm-hmm. so much information. Um, my, she talks a lot about mindset and limiting beliefs. And she also, listen to the end, she'll tell you a date. She's doing a free online Kind of like a webinar. Like webinar before the course launches. So yeah. make sure you tune into that as well. Gives you a little taste of what you're in for. Yeah. But, um, it's super affordable. Invest in yourself and others will invest in you. Invest in your knowledge because it's what you take with you forever. So um, if you're considering doing it, just do it. This is your sign. Just do it. Um, And you guys are going to freaking love the course and you guys are going to love Rhea. She's amazing. Go follow her on Instagram and follow us on Instagram and we will see you guys in the episode. Enjoy. Enjoy. Ciao, ciao. <laughs> Hello guys. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Skin Club podcast. We are so excited for today's episode. We have the one and only Rhea on. If you guys aren't familiar with Rhea, she is just She's honestly just a badass. She's really awesome. <laughs> um, she has her course for um, all beauty professionals just on how to 
best maximize their business and make the most money that you can as a beauty professional. So we're going to dive into today's episode, just getting to know Rhea and what got her into aesthetics and everything that we can squeeze out of her. So let's jump in. (laughs) Well, thank you ladies so much for having me. I'm so excited. I love your podcast and I really do just want to add value to your listeners today. Thank you. We appreciate it because we actually, when we started our podcast, we had you on our list forever ago as someone we wanted to come in. You are just amazing with all things business. And so we're excited. Um, It's always good to keep that list. You manifested it. Right? No, we totally did. (laughs) So we want to kind of go back and just ask you a few questions. How long have you been an esthetician? What made you want to come into this industry? Yeah. So I became an esthetician actually when I was in high school. So my senior year of high school, I was 17 and I just couldn't get into it. Like I was just like not a high school type like person that, you know, was into all the sports and everything. I just was really bored. I had no idea what I wanted to do like after school. All I knew is that like, I really wanted to move to LA because that's where like my sister lived. And I just had this like kind of unreal, unrealistic expectation of life after high school. And I thought LA was it right where, you know, all the celebrities and stuff, but I didn't know what I would do out there, but I knew I needed to make money. And so, um, at the time I was really struggling with acne and it was so crazy because, you know, all of my friends would sleep in their makeup and not take care of their skin and had perfect skin. And then there was me who washed my skin every single night, uh, went to estheticians, did all these things. And I would still break out like crazy and I couldn't figure it out. And then one day I just learned that you could actually do that as a career. And I thought, okay, if I can learn how to do this, I can learn one, how to heal my own skin. But two, they offered night classes. And as long as you graduated simultaneously, right, from high school and aesthetic school at the same time, you could graduate. So because you had to have a high school diploma to go through the program. So I did it at the same time. I graduated and I knew I could move out to L.A. right away and start working. So that was kind of my game plan and, and what initially got me into the industry. And thankfully, I did learn how to heal my own skin, and it's been clear ever since. So that was a godsend. Um, But I learned the hard way that it wasn't that easy just moving out to California and trying to, you know, be a celebrity esthetician. And I, I learned really quickly that that wasn't actually what I wanted. Um, So yeah, that, that was kind of the beginning of my story. Wow. So where were you before, like, where were you located before you moved to California? So I grew up in a small town in Santa Fe, New Mexico. So I think my fiance always is like, that's where your like weird thing with celebrities when you were a teenager came from because you lived in like the middle of nowhere, New Mexico. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, probably. Um, But it's funny because when I moved out there, I actually did get a job at a celebrity med spa where there was a ton of celebrities coming in and it was just nothing like what I thought it would be. It was disgusting. Like it wasn't clean. The only reason celebrities would come there was because they would, you know, set up booths at like the Grammys, uh, like the pre Grammys parties where they gift you stuff. So celebrities would come in for free, 
but then they would never come back. And I don't blame them. Like it was just a literal like shit show yeah. <laughs> the way mm-hmm. that and their business. And so really early on, I didn't know that I wanted to own my own business yet, but I knew that that's how you shouldn't run a business. And so that kind of planted the seed for me of like, one, I want to find a career with someone that I love working for. And I just like really, I love this industry, but we can just take the the celebrity out of it. Yeah. Yeah. How long were you at that med spa? Uh, so I was out there for uh, a year. Okay. Um, and I kind of, I, I worked, uh, I worked like crazy. I mean, you know, when you graduate high school, you have no idea how well you're taken care of up until that point. Like, I mean, for, for most people, you know, being taken care of your parent, your parents taking care of you. And, you know, you learn how expensive life is. Like I, I was literally at the point, I think I was making like $11 an hour. And this was at the height of the recession when I didn't know there was a recession going on in like 2008 and like gas was like $5. And I was, I was literally struggling to fill up my car. Everything's so far out there. Of course I got a job that was like 45 minutes away. Um, I was nannying for my boss at the time I was doing, you know, working at Sephora when I wasn't working at my spa job. And I was literally working myself like <laughs> to death. And I'm so grateful that for that experience, though, because it really it was really humbling. Right. I moved back home to my small town in Santa Fe to regroup. But I also, you know, a lot of the things from that experience I like put into my business today, like. I strongly believe that every single person, whether you're an employee or a business owner, should always take minimum two days off. And those two days need to be in a row. (laughs) And that's just my own experience working seven days a week. It is unsustainable. And so, you know, a lot of things that we go through in life, like everyone has their own story. Right. And a lot of times, you know, they're really there to guide you and to learn these lessons that you can learn later on in your life, whether that's business or personal. But for me, I learned so much so young, uh, these lessons that I can apply to my business. And through that, like I've been able to keep employees for years at a time because I treat them how I would want to be treated right from, from experience. And so, you know, you started the question asking me how long I've been an esthetician. So I've been an esthetician since I was 17 and now I'm 33. So I don't know. Is that like 15 years? Yeah, Um, about. But I've also been, I've been a business owner for 10 years. So I started my business when I was uh, 23. So I have 10 years experience being an actual business owner. And, And they are very different. I would lie and say, you know, be sitting here and tell you I'm the best esthetician ever. And I, I'm by far not a great esthetician. I'm very smart and I'm good, but I am not the best, but I am an amazing business owner. So that's what I teach uh, estheticians, how to run and grow their business. So how did you become a business owner? Like at what, so you said, um, you've been, I guess like 10 years now as a business owner, right? So at at what point did you transition from an employee to a business owner? And how was that transition for you? Um, And like, just how did you start your business? Yeah, great question. So I moved back to Santa Fe, New Mexico, my little hometown to regroup and live with my parents again. And I was totally broke and a little bit jaded. Uh, So I, I found a job as an esthetician and I was making uh, $60 an hour, which was amazing. But the problem was the facials. I got hired at the spa from someone I knew, like growing up in the town I was, 
these facials were like $300. So she paid me $60 a facial, but no, not a lot of people were booking these $300 facials at the time because maybe, you know, she didn't market it right. And there, it probably could have been busier, right? Like $300, really not that much, but in a small town, it was, has to be marketed the right way. And it wasn't. So I was making $60 here and there and it was just not sustainable. And I was getting waxed by this woman and um, she was doing like 10 minute Brazilian waxes. It was like, I had just started getting waxed, but, and I had the comparison of like, you know, an hour Brazilian wax versus a 10 minute one. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. And she's like, yeah, I see like 30 people a day. And I was like, what? You see 30 clients in one day by yourself? And she's like, yeah, yeah, like no big deal. And so she was telling me how she was about to open her own little storefront location. She was in a room when I first met her. And in my mind, it just clicked. I'm like, wow, she's seen 30 people a day. If she rents me a room, because this is way before salon suites were like popular, right? Like they hadn't really popped up yet. So this is me really just like inventing it in my head before it had actually happened. And I was like, you know, if I could rent a room and do facials for her, I could have a good amount of clients and make way more than, you know, $60 here and there. And so although she wasn't hiring or she wasn't booth renting, she said, I will hire you as a facialist. So she hires me as a facialist and she ends up training me how to be a waxer. And I am just way busier with waxing. I'm like slammed just like her 30 clients a day. Um, I did that for about two years working for her. And then I decided I was really ready to move to Florida. And I just saw the potential. I was like, this is such a smart business model. She was actually a horrible boss. And I, but I've worked for good bosses in between, like for a short period. And so I thought, you know, I'm going to start my own business when I moved to Florida and just go for it. So before I moved, I went on Craigslist. I found a room for rent. Remember, this is pre like a bunch. So there was like salon suites here and there, but like far and few between. And like even I think a thousand dollars a month or whatever it was, was like way above what I could afford at the time. And so I found this like little room I could rent for like $600 a month on Craigslist. I signed for it before I moved to Florida. And then I got to Florida and I saw it and I, I literally cried in front of the landlord when I saw it because I put together this super cute logo, super cute website, like super cute name, like all very feminine and girly. And like the vision I had for my business, which was flirt wax bar and it just looked nothing like that. I was like, people are going to see this amazing website I have and they're going to come into my location and get scared and and leave because it was like so sketchy looking. But I had already signed. I was already committed. So I just did what I could to make it as cute as I could. And um, yeah, I didn't have a single client. I didn't know a single soul in Florida besides my mom when I moved. And literally from the ground up, I have built now, you know, 10 years later, but I hit seven figures in seven uh, by year seven, you know, and when I say seven figures, not cumulatively, it was like a seven figure year. And, you know, now I have the most successful waxing and microblading laser hair removal spa in in Tampa. That's amazing. It's been, it's been a hard journey, but you know, I think when I look at it, like if I could do it, especially at that time where knowledge wasn't so readily available and shared, um, and anyone can do it. And I've seen it like so many times from my students, it's, it's truly been amazing to see. 
Yeah, that's amazing. And that is so hard to do starting from ground zero. So that is so impressive that you did that. Do you have any tips for someone who is working on growing their own business themselves? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to give you guys one that maybe I think a lot of people lean on, right? So I think a lot of people, especially in our industry, like they want to start a business, right? Not everyone. It's not everyone's goal. But when they do, they want certainty so bad, right? They're like, well, if I do open a business, you know, I need to make sure I build up clients at the job I'm currently at so that they'll follow me and then I'm good to go, right? And when you rely so heavily on certainty and one, I'm not a fan of that. Like if you're, I'll just say it straight up. If you're going to open a business, you need to have enough certainty within yourself that you could go with zero clients and that you can do it and start with nothing and build up. Because if you're relying on the people that, you know, the clientele from your current job, you know, when you work for someone, one, I'm sorry, those aren't your clients. Someone else worked really, really hard to help you get booked And so I just think personally, as an employer, it's very shady to do it that way. But two, shit's going to hit the fan at one point. Like every single business owner goes through challenges in their business. And then when that happens to you one day, if you start with that start of like taking clients from an old job, you're not going to know what to do because you haven't worked, you know, gone through challenges and like done it yourself. You know, when you've done it yourself and you built up from the ground up, you know, you can do it anywhere. I could move to another city and do it all over again without knowing a single person, right? Like the business principles are the same, but also I just think you have more grit when it, and perseverance when it comes to challenges doing it yourself. So sorry, that, that long-winded answer leads me to my actual answer, which is don't have a plan B. If you're ready to open your own business and go all in, go all in, burn the boats. Like if you have a fallback plan, right? you're going to fall back on that plan. And I'll give you a really good example. So when I first opened, you know, in my little sketchy room, I I had like one client on my book when I opened that found me through Facebook and then two clients the next day and like not a lot of clients. Right. And so I was like, okay, well in the meantime, let me get a job as a hostess at a restaurant to like make a little money while I market my business. And so I'm sitting there at the hostess stand my phone is under the little booth thing and I'm looking at it and it gets like a ring and I don't answer cause I'm working as a hostess. And when I listened to the message later, it was someone that wanted a lip wax and okay. So what's an $8 lip wax, right? Not much. I make $8 an hour at the, at the booth hosting, <laughs> but what you have to come to realize is every single client counts even if it's only $8. And so me missing that phone call and not being available to even really quickly get someone in for a lip wax, that's a review, that's a referral missing, that's someone that could come back over and over, that's someone I could upsell. There's so many things missing from that one $8 call. And thankfully, I realized that quick enough, I only was there for like maybe one month when I realized, okay, what's really worth my time? And Besides the $8 lip wax, if I miss a $15 brow wax, it may only take me 15 minutes, but I make more in 15 minutes than I do in one hour here. So it's really when I decided to not rely on a second job, which is hard, you know, it's hard. I was, I lived with my mom the first year because she did live in Florida 
but she also made me pay rent. It wasn't like a free, like, Hey, come stay with your mom. It was like, no, I need help too. So pay rent. And, um, that's when it really changed the game for me. Cause I didn't have a, a plan B it, I was all in. It was like, this is going to be successful or nothing. Cause I don't have a plan B to fall back on. So what if someone's like, I feel like a lot of our listeners are, um, in a situation where they, you know, like have all their bills or like they're like moms or, you know, just they have bigger, like big priorities that they also need to tend to. Um, what advice would you give to someone who wants to go off on their own, but also has a lot of financial obligations, like their, their house, their kids and everything else, but they want to be all in like, how can they, how can they balance that? Okay. I know I sound really certain when I talk, but also that's a very good point. Um, thank you for bringing that up because to that point, I was single. I had no kids. So I had no obligations outside myself when I did that. So I'm going to give you some other advice. Thank you. Um, The other advice is this. If you're in a situation where you do have obligations, right? You have your family, your kids and other things and people outside of you, because it is, it is so much easier to take risks when it's not just you, right? Mm -hmm. I still will say, go all in. If you're going to start a business, let that be it and be like, this is it. This is all I'm all in mentally, energetically, whatever it takes. There's no plan B to this business. Like I'm not going back to a job, but at the same time, you need to talk with your partner and make sure they're all in for you doing that. Make sure you have money saved in the bank. And I would say have, you know, three months minimum up to six months. Cause it does take time and you need to be realistic about that. You're not going to start a business tomorrow and be book solid esthetician making bank it doesn't happen like that give yourself six months even for in my business where we have twenty thousand clients in our system i hire estheticians and not all of them are booked right away it just takes time to build and so be real really realistic about that so if you have obligations outside yourself have that money in the bank saved up before you go off on your own and then make sure like i said no plan b so that you work so hard that it doesn't matter what challenge comes up because there will be challenges that come up. You're all in. It's been decided. So whatever comes up, comes up, you're still going to make it happen. Yeah. That's so good. I love that. Okay. Um, another question is, um, what made you step out of the treatment room? Because now you're full business owner, like doing everything from the outside, right? Cause you're not mm-hmm. in the treatment room anymore. No. So when did you step out? How did that happen? Yeah. So I haven't been in the treatment room since uh, 2017. So I'm like so bad at math in my head. Is that like five years? Something like that. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Five, six. Yeah. Six years. Yeah. And um, uh, my business has only grown double, tripled since I've removed myself from the treatment room. Um, So up until that point from... 2013, when I first started my business to 2017, um, I was working pretty much every day in the treatment room, you know, at least four to five days a week. And at that point, I had hired a couple girls on my team, one to do waxing with me and one to do microblading, uh, right when microblading was starting to take off. But I was still working so much in the business. And when you work in the business, and you're trying to grow your business at the same time, it almost becomes like I told you, like how I worked in LA where you're working seven days a week because you're just trying to catch up, right? It is very hard to be in the room with clients waxing or doing facials or whatever you do with them all day long 
which one drains your energy, right? Because you're giving so much energy to your clients. And then afterwards, answering calls, messages, emails, ordering, social media, all the things that it takes to grow a business. And now I have a team to manage too. So it is actually like 10 different roles within one, right? And so at that point, it becomes really hard, one, to have a life outside of your business, which most people open a business for the opposite, right? Most people open a business because they think this business will give me more more money, but also more freedom, right? And most people, including myself, open a business and the last thing they have is more freedom because we just overwork ourselves. And so at that point, I recognized that when I wasn't happy, I, I had this really, I mean, my business was doing multiple six figures. I had two or two employees and the receptionist and I just wasn't happy. You know, it was everything at the time I could have dreamed of. And I'm like, why does it feel so horrible? So I recognized that, but then I also recognized I was at a point where I needed outside help. And so I had hired a few mentors here and there up until that time. Um, but then I, I invested the most I ever had, which was all of my savings. I had about $12,000 in my savings account at the time. And I invested $11,000 to go to a business event that I thought would change my life. And it was a really tough decision because I literally had $12,000 in, in my savings that I had worked for a really long time. And it was a $10,000 event. But if you pay $1,000 more, I got to sit in the front with the really smart entrepreneur. So I was like, you know what? If I'm all in, I'm all in. So let me pay the extra thousand, sit in the front with the really smart people because I know that proximity is power. Who you spend time with is who you become. And so I was like, I'm not going to sit in the back. I'm sitting in the front if I do this. And I'm, that was hands down to this day, the best investment I could have made for multiple reasons. One, that business event helped me with my biggest limiting beliefs. And one of those limiting beliefs that I had was that my business cannot run or grow without me physically being there in the treatment room, taking clients. It won't work. I had this really strong core belief of that. And someone that I met at that event sitting in the front helped me get rid of that belief. And she questioned it. And that's the best way, you know, in my program, I teach people how to dismantle their limiting beliefs, right? I'm not just going to tell you to think positive. I actually teach you how do you actually address a limiting belief and get rid of it. Well, she did that for me. And one of the one powerful way to do it is question it. Is that really true? How many businesses do you see? that the owners don't have to be in the room taking clients every day. And so when I came back from that event, that changed the game for me in so many ways. One, I didn't believe it anymore, right? It wasn't a core limiting belief. And so I hired someone right away to replace me and I started training her. And here's what the most powerful thing was, is that the day I finished training this girl that was going to replace me, and I was only going to take myself down to like two to three days. I wasn't going to go, you know, totally out. But that last day, you know, I had had this weird thing in my hand where at that event, I woke up and my arm was numb. And I was like, okay, I just slept on it weird, but it, it didn't go away. And so this is like a few weeks later and my arm is still numb and it's getting worse by the day to the point where the day I finished training her, I couldn't move my hand. Oh my and goodness. so thank God I listened to myself, my heart, you know, the universe, the guidance, God, whatever your belief is. I believe there's always a higher power guiding you. 
But I listened to that because it was a really hard decision to spend all of my savings to go to a business event. But I had this deep inner feeling I knew I needed it. And so I actually literally could not wax (laughs) that day after. And I found out it was because I got diagnosed with MS. Now, it was so life changing for me because if I hadn't gone to that event, I hadn't addressed the limiting beliefs. I hadn't hired someone right away. Like I literally emailed this girl while I was at the event. Like I need to hire you (laughs) the moment I get that. And so my business, I would probably not have a business today because life happens, right? Life happens to all of us. And so my message for a lot of people, a lot of estheticians, you know, you think that you're okay right now having a business solo by yourself. But what happens one day when life happens, when you have a baby, you take a vacation, you get sick, something happens to a loved one, something happens to you. You don't have a business anymore if it's just you, right? And so my goal is not only to teach estheticians how to make more money solo, like that's the start of it, but it's really how do you actually build a business? How do you build a business that's bigger than you? So that not only if life happens, you know, and when I say life, like, you know, things that come up in life challenges, but also good things in life. If you want to go get married and have fun, go on maternity, you know, like all these fun things, like you should not have to close your business or stop making money to have a life outside your business. And so that's at its core, what I really teach people. Um, yeah. That's a really powerful story. Um, thank you for sharing that. How, how big is your team and how long has it taken you to grow from that point? Yeah. So my team right now, I have 10 people on my team. I've, I've never really gone above like 11, maybe 12 at the max. And that's usually just because it depends. I have six treatment rooms at my business currently, and it it really just depends how many people I have working at the front at a time that varies. Um, I hired my first waxer, my second year in business. I hired my microblading artist third year in business. And then when I removed myself from the treatment room, I think I went from like two or three people to seven people, like almost immediately. Um, It grew really fast because when you remove yourself, now I have all this time. I just cleared up, right? Instead of spending time with clients, I had time to focus on my team. I had time to focus on the business growth. And what happens is, you know, for me, it doubled our revenue in one year. We went from, in, you know, like around 325000 to seven fifty in one year. Wow. Just by removing myself, like way to get rid of your limiting belief and prove yourself that's not true, right? Um, so it grew, it grew pretty fast. And then really, once you're at a certain point, it's more about space than it is necessarily about people. Um, I'm just maxed out on space. So, and, and honestly, I think 10 is a good number for me. Like I don't, uh, I don't think we need to, to go above that in terms of managing people at this point in my life. That's amazing. Oh my goodness. Your story, like literally resonates with me so deeply because I had taken your course and then I started my own business March of last year. So I'm going to hit my one year on the 22nd of this year. And I currently have now I, I just hired my second employee, but I, I had hired my first employee, like in, I think it was almost three months after, um, I had started 
my own business. Like I started looking for someone because I knew I needed help. I went from doing two days a week to almost four, sometimes five days a week. And I was doing 10 to 12 hour days and I had doubled my clientele like literally overnight. And it was so stressful just to go to that. And I was pregnant like, and I just, yeah, I was like three, four months pregnant at that time. And I had hired my employee just because I felt like I need, I need help. Like, I don't know if I like am really even ready for that, but I just know that I need help right now. And so I hired my first employee, Caitlin, and I ended up having preterm labor for 10 weeks. And so I was in and out of the hospital and I was not able to work nearly as much as I was previously. And so like having her and just like having that gut feeling like that I needed a little bit more help was like saving me. (laughs) And then she was able to take my clients and her clients and just start off like her like time with me just skyrocketing just full books and just taking so many clients while I was on maternity leave and as she was still growing her own clientele so I'm like I'm so grateful for just everything that you've taught in your course because something that I feel like I took away from your course was invest in yourself and others will invest in you and that's something Mm -hmm. that like from the very beginning like when I started my own business I knew the services that I wanted to provide for my clients like I love microneedling so I bought I personally believe like this best pen on the market and then I love doing hydrofacial so I'm like I'm I want that to be my number one service so that's what I'm gonna get and those are the clients that I'm going to attract and so I definitely think just taking out those limiting beliefs of like am I am I good enough for this or am I worth investing in and I truly believe like if you invest in yourself everyone else will see that like you're confident and that you don't have that like limiting belief on yourself because I do think a lot of times when like SDs do go solo or they're just starting out obviously finances are a humongous I guess game at that point of just like can I afford this can I not what do I invest in what do I not and your course just gave me so much insight of like where is it worth putting your money in in the beginning especially and just how to best navigate from there on out so I love your course that makes me so happy to hear and and that's a huge for me like honestly because I you know have two babies as well and like nothing makes me happier than hearing uh other estheticians that like don't have to close their business because they had a baby and you would be shocked the amount of people I see you know just on on social media that they're like I'm on maternity leave for you know eight weeks so I have to close I'll see you in you know two or three months and I'm like Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, that is detrimental to most people's businesses. And so the fact that you didn't have to close, but also that you listened to that gut feeling and hired. And I think the key is here before you were ready. And a lot of people don't do things before they're ready because they're very like risk, like, is it risk reversed or something? They don't like taking risk. And, but here's the thing, like no risk, no reward. Like in life, you have to take risk if you want a bigger life, if you want a bigger reward. And so part of that is getting through those like mental fears of like, am I ready? Like I'm pregnant. Like, can I really afford this? Right. Right. Like all those fears that come up. So I'm just really proud of you that you did that. Thanks. (laughs) Clearly has been life changing, right? Totally. And now I just feel like I, cause I have a really hard time saying no. (laughs) And like my books, I mean, I was, I had scheduled my books to be open for six hours and then tell me why I'm working 12 that day. Like I could not say no to clients because I, I had the same mentality, like that's another client. Like, and if this business becomes more than just me, like I don't want to risk like all these clients that are already attracted to my business. And so 
yeah. yeah, I just kept adding them and adding them. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm, I don't feel like a mom anymore. I feel like I'm just working like all day, every day. And then on top of that, social media is a full-time job. I feel like in and of itself when you're solo. And so, yeah, I'm just, I'm so glad that I was able to hire before like crap hit the fan (laughs) with all the preterm labor stuff. But I do have a question for you about how, how do you feel like is the best way to fill your esthetician's books? Or like what has worked best for you as you've expanded your team so quickly just to make sure that everyone's books are full? That's a great question. Um, there's a few things. I think what it, what it starts with is your brand as a business, right? So I think, you know, you got pretty blessed that, you know, you were in a situation that your first employee got booked right away. That's amazing. That's not always the case for everyone. Um, for me, it was the hardest person to book was my first esthetician. And now, and that was just because it's a, it's a a game of trust, right? Like, you know, as a solo esthetician, everyone's going to you, they want you, they think you are the business. And so when you hire someone, it's really just giving clients certainty that whoever you hire is just as good as you. And to do that, you have to give them everything. You can't hold back your secrets, right? You can't have the fear of the hiring them and they're going to leave one day and take clients. You can't have that fear because if you don't give them everything, they're not going to be as good. And if they're not as good, you're not going to have the internal certainty to give to your clients to say, hey, this person is my mini me. This person is just as good as me and you're going to adore them. And to go to them, sometimes they need a little incentive, right? Like I can't expect clients who want to go to me to just go to my employee without any type of incentive. So I think it is actually really helpful to initially give an offer. If you hire someone, give your current clients and new clients an offer, or in other words, like a deal, right? A steal to go see your client. And a lot of people are thinking in such terms of like definitely more short term, a lot of estheticians that own businesses that I see, you know, they think like, well, I'm worth this and my employee is worth this. So I am not giving any type of offer, right? No, no, no. You're not thinking long-term. If you're thinking long-term, get clients in the door with an offer to try your employee or you out, right? Either one. And then with that, you have to be able to do all of these little things that I teach in my program to make it absolutely crazy to go anywhere else. And now you're in it for the long game. So it's not about the first time. And I teach this also in my program is like every big, massive, multi-million, multi-billion dollar business you see in the world, some of them even lose money the first time they get a client in the door. You know, you look at European Wax Center, your first wax is free. That's a billion dollar evaluation European Wax Center does. They lose money the first time they see a client because they're giving a free wax And they're also paying their employees. They lose money, yet they have a billion-dollar evaluation. Why is that? It's because they're not thinking the one time. They're thinking the lifetime value of a client. And that's what estheticians need to start thinking, especially with your team. Um, So that's probably been one of my biggest, or is my biggest tip, but it's also a lot like, like I said, all the little things that you do as a brand to make people more attached to the brand than you. And if you're the brand, like most people are when they start a business, it's not a bad idea to maybe change the branding if you want to grow outside of yourself, right? 
And then it, it's really business is a game of marketing. You can never stop marketing. And marketing is not just Instagram, right? It's not just posting on Instagram and, you know, being a slave to the Instagram algorithm. It's so much more than that. And it's a constant game of like, how can I be omnipresent everywhere? My brand, right? And so if you can do that, and if your brand is not just you, and it, it's an actual brand right outside of you, then people don't care if they go to you or your team. They'll go to anyone because they see the brand over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so kind of talking about the course. Um, so we both did take it and we both loved it. When did you start your course and what made you want to take a next step further to start educating? Yeah. So in 20, I wanted to, I really wanted to start teaching in, it was like about 20, 28, at the end of 2018, I thought, you know, I'm going to start this brand called Bosses and Beauty, where I educate estheticians how to grow their business. And I felt really overwhelmed (laughs) because it was really starting a whole nother business. And I had a lot of personal stuff going on. I was still healing myself uh, from MS, like naturally, I still had a lot of healing to do. So I started the brand in 2019, the beginning of it, but I didn't actually launch it until 2020. Um, Because then one, I had healed myself fully, I felt really good about that. And two, now, you know, all the everything shut down. So you know, my business was shut down for eight weeks, which was amazing compared to some people in 2020. But instead of watching TV during that eight weeks or doing, you know, nonsense with my time, I really, I built a program. I was like, let me make the most of this time I have because my, you know, I don't have employees texting me or clients or any other thing. I have all this freedom. Like, let me create something really epic. And so the first, uh, six-figure beauty business blueprint launched in the fall of 2020. And I couldn't believe it. We had a hundred students, our first launch. I had literally no email list, 2000 followers on Instagram. It was no testimonials. And so what I realized it's really, um, I really lead with what I've done myself, you know, my own experience. And, you know, at the time, at least with the other coaches, there's been a lot more coaches popping up since then. But the biggest thing I've noticed is like some of the coaches out there, they maybe once had a business and it closed, you know, due to whatever reason, which is fine. And then they decided to teach you how to grow your business and make it successful. But I actually have a successful business that runs can make a hundred thousand dollars a month. And I don't even have to go there. Right. Like it is a functional operating systematized business. And so leading with that, I feel like people just have trust in me. And now I've gained that trust, right? Because now we've had 900, over 900 students, hundreds of success stories. And um, it's really a combination of both my personal experience and, you know, even my own challenges. Because once you go through a challenge, you can share that with people, how to get through it or how to avoid it, you know, and that saves you a lot of time, stress, energy, and money. And then also I've just invested a ton in my own business knowledge. So my program is really a combination of like what I've invested and learned from other people combined with my personal experience. That's so cool. Um, After taking your course, um, I 
I slowly started like trying to implement as much as I could because there's so much good knowledge in that course. There's so much information. There's so many like amazing things that are easy to apply. And then other things that it's almost like goals for yourself that you're trying to achieve throughout the course. Um, but I can attest that this six figure course truly works. Like um, in my personal business within my first five months solo, I hit my first six figures and then we were able to hit over wow. 200,000 before we have even hit the end of the, like our first year and now have paid off our business fully in the first year. Wow. And I do attribute so much of that to I just, didn't even know that. yes. That's and amazing. I attribute so much of that just to like little, like even confidence things that I learned throughout your course. Like I have become the most confident version of myself as an esthetician in this last year. And I do attribute so much of that to feeling confident in kind of starting, starting our business and knowing the direction that we wanted to go having kind of a vision in mind. And I think that your course really does help um, like whether they're wanting to start their own business or even just like grow their own clientele, just kind of have a goal in their mind and to not set limiting beliefs like we were talking about like earlier. So I, I do love it so much. That is incredible. <laughs> 200K your first year in business and you were pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. It, yeah. That's amazing. But I attribute a lot of that to what I've learned in your course. So oh, from your perspective, cool. what does, I guess, what all does your class entail? Like, let's, let's tell everyone kind of what points, I guess, you teach that your course and just in your own words, how you explain your course to people. Yeah. So it's uh, an eight week long program. And so every week, and I actually haven't done this since our first program in 2020, but I'm actually teaching this whole entire program live. And the reason is it's been about three years since I started and I've, again, you know, I constantly invest in my own growth. I constantly learn in my own business. And so things need to be updated. So I'm like, you know what? I love teaching live. I love connecting with people. You know, every module we can do Q&A during the module, which is really relevant. And so every single week during the eight weeks, I'm teaching it live, which I will never do this again. <laughs> this is the last time because I'm updating it. Um, but we always start with mindset. And the reason is I would be doing you a disservice not to start with mindset for the reasons we talked about earlier. If you have limiting beliefs that are so core, like it's like in your identity and you believe it to your core. If we don't break through that, if it's about your business, you may never grow your business to the scale that you want. Right. And I'm in the game of like helping people achieve, you know, their dreams beyond their wildest dreams of what's possible. So we start with mindset and then we get into some core stuff around strategy. The next like four to five weeks are all about strategy, you know, how to grow your business, how to create raving fans, how to do your marketing, all those little details that you need to grow a business, how to systematize things, make processes, make it a, you know, a, an actual business. And then we get into the other part, which is scaling and leadership. Um, you need to become a leader of yourself first. And these are things that I actually tweaked since you guys have been through the program. Um, I used to team a, teach a team program, but now I have a whole separate program that's just for team. So now we're going to start with leadership. How do you become a leader of yourself first and lead yourself? So now you can lead others. And how do we start delegating more? Even as a solo esthetician, there's things that you can do to delegate without actually hiring to take a load off of your plate. And then we talk about, you know, how do we be recession proof? How do we scale? How do we, now we have the core things in our business done. How do we scale beyond that? And then you, you know, you might be ready for the seven figure program later on, but 
We also have guest speakers every round and you'll be gifted some of them as bonuses. So we've had past guest speakers such as Shailene Johnson, like the Instagram queen, Ali Webb, the CEO and founder of Drybar, Jarek Robbins, Tony Robinson, Luke Wren, an international speaker, Mike McCallowicz of Profit First, the book, uh, James Wedmore, who is one of my mentors. So those are all past guest speakers that you'll be gifted in this new round. And then we have a couple or a few new guest speakers coming in. I'm not going to tell you all of them yet, but one of the ones I will tell you is um, I've become friends with the uh, CEO of, and co-founder of Boss Babe. Yes, the Boss Babe that everyone uses the term Boss Babe, the actual Boss Babe. Um, so Danielle Canty is amazing. She is a wealth of knowledge. The first time I heard her speak, I was like, she is like jaw dropping, incredible and the knowledge that she has. And I also really want to become friends with her. So let's make this happen. (laughs) Um, So she's going to be a guest speaker along with a few others. So there's a lot of value that happens in this eight week. It's not just the program itself, which will meet every Monday live. um, But we also do live Q and a sessions. You have your guest speakers and your bonus sessions, Um, And I think so many people, especially when we do it live, get so much out of it because it is a big group, right? I only open doors to this program once a year. And with that, we get a a lot of students that want to enroll, right? And so I love it because it's full of energy. Everyone's rooting each other on. Everyone's taking action. And when other you see other people taking action, what happens is it's momentum and you get in this wave of momentum and then you all just have amazing wins together. Right. And so it's a, it's a really fun group. It's a really fun time, but more than anything, people get results. And I, I don't think I've seen at least any other program that has had as many success stories as I have. But also with that being said, it only works if you work it, if you watch the whole program and, you know, go through the whole thing and don't take any action you're not going to get any results because I cannot grow your business for you. I can only show you the path to grow your business, but it's up to you to take the action. But I do think going through it with a bunch of other people at the same time, like I said, the excitement's there, the momentum. So people are more likely to take action because it's live and you have eight weeks to really get ahead. And if you can work really, really hard the first like couple quarters of the year, really set yourself up for success in the beginning of the year. Usually the rest of the year is pretty easy. And that's what I've done year after year. I've grown my business every single year by, you know, a hundred thousand dollars or more. I work really hard Q1 and the rest of the year is like cake. And so that's what I kind of try to teach, you know, my students as well as like, how do we really set ourselves up for success now for the whole rest of your year and then go take a vacation, you know? Amazing. Yeah. And Is the class limited as far as how many students can join? Um, We haven't had to limit it yet. Uh, My biggest class has been around 300 students at one time, which is a good amount. But like I said, I don't, I don't feel like it feels like that. You know, not everyone can make the live call. Some people are, you know, a lot of people do watch the replay. I think my biggest live call has maybe had a little over a hundred students on it, but it's so fun. Like the chat box is going crazy. And I really do try to stay on and answer everyone's questions as long as I can. And I'm not, you know, a keeper of time necessarily. So make sure to have plenty of time, especially on that first day. But 
I mean, I've had classes that go as long as three hours, but they're so engaging. And the thing about a big group too, is that we're all in the same industry and going through the same things is that you may listen to someone else's story, right? I may do an intervention with someone else, but you hear your story in their story. And so by me coaching someone else, you get your questions answered. And I think that's one of the coolest things as well. Yeah. And so it is recorded, Yes, everything. So you won't miss anything. Everything's recorded, uploaded into your member portal within 24 hours, and then you have lifetime access. Okay. So if you need to go back in a year, you know, because I think you hear you hear what you need at the level you're at, right? So you may go through it right now and say, okay, I'm not at six figures yet. My whole goal is to get to six figures. And then, you know, you implement what you learn, you get to six figures, and then you might rewatch it next year and you hear everything completely different because you're at a different level. And now maybe the level, the goal is I want to open a storefront or whatever you need. And there's so much information that you can, you'll pick up something different every time you go through it. That is so cool. Um, Okay. So this is more of like a personal question for you. Um, What are some of you like your favorite accomplishments that you've made thus far? Wow. Good question. Um, I am very proud of the business that I've built. It's, it blows my mind that I do have a brick and mortar business that doesn't require me to be there. That does over seven figures a year. I have an incredible team that makes that happen. But I mean, that for sure has been, I mean, when I first started my business in that little sketchy room beyond my wildest dreams, a hundred percent, like I could have at the time never imagined, you know, at the time my goal was to make $5,000 in a month. I was like, if I could make $5,000 this month, I'd be so happy. Um, so that's a huge accomplishment. Um, my other, other accomplishments, uh, my family, a hundred percent, you know, for a long time, especially while building my business, uh, I was single and all I wanted, you know, all I, my reason for keep going, you know, through all the challenges was because one day when I have kids, I want to have the freedom, you know, to be able to do things with them and have freedom of my time and all these things. So now that I have two little babies and a fiance, it is such a blessing that, you know, we don't have to ask to take vacation or ask to, you know, we really, I mean, we work during the week, but we also have the flexibility and freedom to, if we don't want to work one day, we can go do something with our family And then um, the third would probably be, I think once you learn these business principles, you can really apply them to any business. So I've, you know, worked really hard and learned a lot in this one business, but the principles to business apply to any business. So you know, now that I've started another business, I've made that a seven figure business way faster. And I'd say that for my students too, I've had students that get to seven figures in two years because they've learned the shortcut to success. So I'm proud of that. I'm really proud of my students, like their success stories. I mean, even you, I mean, incredible. And so I could go on and on. I think everyone should be really proud of their accomplishments in life, but those are a few. I love that so much. (laughs) Okay. So did you have something? <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna ask. So the course, when is it launching? When can people sign up? Yeah. So like I said, it's only one time a year. This is the last year it will ever be taught live. So you get me live every single week. Um enrollment starts 
uh, March 27th, so the end of this month, and it is only a week. So you have Monday, March 27th through Friday, March 31st to make a decision. And the decision is, do I want to change my life? Do I want to grow my business? Am I, you know, is this for me? And if, you know, you need to learn more about me or, you know, my program and what I teach, what I'm going to do is uh, host a free masterclass on Sunday, March 26th, where for free, come join me for an hour. I won't go on for three hours during this, so you don't have to block that on your Sunday night. Um, But join me for an hour and I'm going to give you some uh, really good free tips on growing your business now. So you don't have to go spend anything on marketing. You don't have to get a single new client. And I will teach you with your current clientele how to maximize. How do you make more money with the clients that you have? So join me Sunday, March 26th, 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time if you live on the California side of the world, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time if you live on my side of the world in Florida. And um, join me there if you need to learn a little bit more and I can answer any questions along with add value to your current business without spending a dime. Um, We start the program that following Monday, March, or sorry, April 3rd, and we end uh, May 22nd. So it's a, it'll be a really jam-packed eight weeks, but I don't think you'll regret it. So good. So if someone such as ourselves has already taken the course, do you think that we could, I guess, e- learn even more taking it again? Yeah, and you guys should take it again. I okay. want you guys to see live. I mean, if you if you have some time. No, I'm like planning on it. Um, I, would, I would love to see you guys there again. Perfect. Okay, so we we are collabing with you, um, and you guys have seen our little sneak peeks of some really cute sweat sets, you know, the black ones that you've seen in all of our stories. We've been wearing them nonstop for the last three weeks, testing them out. Um, so this is actually an exclusive collab that we are doing with Rhea, and if you purchase the course using our link, because we get our own private separate link um, to Rhea's course, you guys will get a free sweat set. It's going to be so fun and so exciting. And so we're cute. all going to match. Wait to get mine. Yes. So we just picked yours up yesterday. We are sending it to you today. We are so excited. Amazing. <laughs> so um, you guys can purchase. We're going to post about it on our stories, but I guess between now and then, now is a good time to just kind of, you know, save up for the course, prepare yourselves, get some new notebooks, some new pens. So you guys can take all the notes that you need. Um, do you have the price of the course already? Yes. And, okay. and mark the date for March 26th, because regardless if you join, you'll definitely walk away with that masterclass with some free knowledge that will change your business right away that you can implement. Totally. Um, yeah, the program is uh, 1997 uh, if you pay in full, which is always the best option if you can. Um, it does go up a little bit for payment plans, but we do always have a six month payment plan option and a 12. This is the first time we're ever doing a 12 month payment plan or a 12 month payment plan to make it really, really easy because we just want as many people as possible to be able to change their business and therefore change their life as well. Yeah. And sorry, (laughs) (laughs) like you guys, if you take this course, like you could literally make that in a day with Raya's magic. Just you guys could make that back in a day and your books will be amazing and you guys could just benefit so much just from investing in your education because you this is everything. Like knowledge is power and the more you know, the more you get done, the more like your business is going to function with or without you there and your books are going to grow, your confidence is going to grow. Like 
I guess, honestly, like knowledge is priceless, I think to me. And so invest in your knowledge because that's what you're going to take with you for the rest of your career. Yeah, absolutely. There's so, so much value in this course. And I loved my, one of my favorite parts you touched on in your course was the mindset and starting out with that. Um, and all the recommendations for books and podcasts, it goes beyond just a class. And the fact that it's recorded, I think is also very helpful because like you said, going back, you're always going to learn something new. So we are very excited. Yes, we are. I'm so excited for this collab with you guys. Um, If anyone has any questions beyond this podcast, please feel free to reach out with either of us. Um, But otherwise, if you've heard of me through these amazing two ladies, please uh, use their link in their bio because that is the only way that you're going to get your super cute uh, sweat set. Yes. They're called sweat sets. Yeah, sweat sets. Yep. Um, Okay, sorry. Um, So I guess this is, I guess that's all the questions that we had for you. Do you have anything else you want to add? No. Is there anything you want to share with our listeners? I think we touched on everything, you guys. Um, I'm just excited to see everyone on Sunday for the free masterclass. And then I hope that you make a decision and join me for another eight weeks and really make 2023 the best year yet. Yay. So good. We love you. Thank you so much for coming on and yeah, we'll, we'll keep talking to you off air, but we're going to (laughs) end the podcast. So thank you guys for listening and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the skin club podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. We would love to hear from you. Also follow us on Instagram at the skin club podcast. Feel free to message us for recommendations on future episodes and let us know what you would like to hear on the next podcast episode. Thanks for listening.